Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Cost and Friends Show. Happy to have today our collaborator, Jonathan Picks, a wrestling enthusiast. And uh, he's going to be the one that's going to be on Cost and Friends whenever we have to talk about wrestling. He's going to be my expert. Welcome to the show, John. Nice to see you, Costa. Always a pleasure. Good job. All right. So before we get into it, let's just give a word to my sponsor. Construction DPF for all your construction needs. If you need any landscaping renovation or maintenance on your properties, DPF Construction is the company to call. DPF Construction for all your construction needs. All right, Jonathan. So let's jump into this. Okay. Um, let's go for it. This this past well, last weekend actually was a Rebellion uh, pay per view. Nobody right. really nobody really cares, right? So I, no. I, I just want to touch a bit on the Rich Swan, um, Kenny mm -hmm. Omega, the whole uh, bell collector gimmick and everything. Um, because I tried to watch the, the pay-per-view right. because, you know, I still want to follow the storylines and everything. Right. It was really, really painful. Um, <laughs> I find it a really big shame that a match with the quality of wrestlers of Kenny Omega and Rich Swan. Mm -hmm. that there was zero fans in attendance. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I understand this whole pandemic measures and everything, but if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but TNA, uh, TNA, Impact, I think they film in, in Nashville, right, Tennessee. So they have some loose in with the measures and they still decide yeah. to do it with no fans. So it's really hard to get involved in a match when there's no outside, there's no pop, there's no outside reaction. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really hard. So I just, flat. I, uh, I know that you didn't have a chance yet to watch the match, but I just mm -hmm. would like your opinion on maybe the whole aspect of having matches and how it takes away from the quality of matches having zero fans. Well, the way I see it, without fans, is like watching um, a movie in mute. Yeah, it's very. Like it's, a it's good, like watching good Mission, Mission Impossible or James Bond in mute. Yeah, a big a big blockbuster with a lot yeah. of special effects in mute. I think that's a good mm -hmm. analogy. It's a perfect analogy because they went on for about, uh, I don't want to exaggerate, but they went on for about 25 minutes, um, back and forth, some great moves, back and forth, maybe a few botches. But I never, like, like I was watching and I knew the match, the match was good and I knew the quality of the wrestling was good, but I never got emotionally involved involved yeah uh, it's, it's it's really no you, you can't there's nothing that comes and gets you you know right uh, no matter what wrestling has a lot to do with the pops and um not having those pops after a big move or mm -hmm. or when the wrestler goes to taunt the the, the fans when the heel goes to taunt mm -hmm. the fans this, this is an important part of the psychology of wrestling and i think it's a shame that a match like that didn't have fans but i digress i don't want to dwell too much on on, on that but I do want to get into this whole gimmick of the belt collector. Mm -hmm. 
We saw this week Will Ospreay, which is the New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion. Right. Um, he put out a challenge to. I knew this was gonna. Uh, this was yeah, gonna it was, come gonna, it was coming. We had talked about it. I, I think last time on your show. Mm-hmm. Um, that he was going to call out, and I think that match is going to happen. Maybe with a bit more long-term booking, but I think Will Osprey, Kenny Omega will happen. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very interesting that he called out CM Punk though too in that same press conference. Um, I don't know if it's just him calling out an idol of his, just throwing a, throwing a balloon in the air and seeing if it uh, if it catches, or if they actually have something behind behind that. What's your opinion on him calling out CM Punk? I think it's just to make people talk mm-hmm. yeah that's no a, more because as soon as you say cm punk what do you do yeah that brings clicks right click 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 tweet <laughs> tweet yeah. this tweet that where is he yeah. you know it could possibly just, be yeah it could possibly be there just trying to create internet buzz buzz and, that's uh, the word i was looking for yeah, have, have it, having having his name in people's mouths it's uh, yeah i think that's that's a good idea um will osprey kenny omega potential to be maybe a fight of the year caliber match guaranteed um how do you see this crossover new japan uh, AEW going forward because we haven't seen too much of uh, new japan uh, AEW crossover i think they're waiting for the the covet to be done also uh, could they, they could travel easier travel will be easier yeah. more fans yeah yeah, yeah, that oh, yeah. Uh, that that uh, that match would need to have a, a yeah. an arena full of fans, guaranteed. And I, and I think the the way I see it, I think they will do well. How I see, it, I think they're gonna do like a night night of champions. Mm-hmm. But AEW titles and New Japan titles, so it'll be like a cross. Oh, okay, okay. Like a type of like they do um like a world tournament. Years. Like yeah, when exactly. this used to do it there, the yeah. worldwide tournament there. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So basically cool. have the champions face each other? Yeah. And um if I win your championship, I only I take your championship with me to the US. Oh, okay. So you you're saying all the championships on the all. line. All. Oh, wow. So that means we'll have championships spread out through both companies. Oh, interesting. And it's the best way. One, it's good for it's good for the Japan because the people, the fans who don't know the English wrestlers are gonna know the English wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa. Yeah. And there's a lot of wrestlers in the AEW that really know what who are in Japan. So Yes, that's true. So that's like true. example, if Jericho wins, I don't know, the world title, mm. he's no he's known everywhere. Yeah. But like someone like uh, Sammy Govea, I don't think he's popular in Japan. That's it. He's barely known in Japan. Yeah. So yeah. it's a win-win. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, actually, now that you say it, and I'm thinking about it as you're saying it, uh, it's definitely good for uh, for visibility for both mm-hmm. companies. Uh, yeah. New, New Japan wants to create, wants to open their um, their American base mm-hmm. fan base, mm-hmm. and uh, AEW only wins. In uh, making their fan base bigger and getting known in uh, in Japan, and they so, could do that, and they could do. They also could do that with uh, the AAA. Oh yes, yes. Because yeah. uh, Omega has their their title too, right? Yeah, Omega has the AAA World Heavyweight Title, and that's strange because uh, they specified in that match between Kenny and uh, Rich Swan, they specified that 
both titles were on the line, but that the AAA title was not on the line. And that I found that a bit weird. Maybe um, because at the moment that title cannot be defended in the U.S. Uh, so. uh, that's very possible, actually, Jonathan. I didn't think about that. Yes, that's very possible that there's a contract or something somewhere mentioned in the contract. You know how that, that the U.S. and Mexico work, you know. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have to because he's never defended that either on EW or anywhere else. He's only defended it in in Mexico. And, oh, yeah. Omega, and Omega doesn't really need to defend that title in the U.S. soil. He just has to bring it out. Just the name of AAA is already spread. Yeah, already there, yes. Because he hasn't defended that title in a long time. So if I'm a promoter, if I'm the promoter of, of AAA, like I want I want the champion on my show or at least to defend it once in a while. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know with COVID, maybe it's hard getting into uh, uh, Mexico. Mexico and then getting back into the States. So right. I, I, I understand. I understand that. Uh, but yes, I completely forgot about AAA being involved in this crossover storyline. It makes things much more, uh, much more um, interesting. exciting, interesting. That's the word I was looking for. Interesting, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And will Will Osprey because I know that um, they're finally defending. Uh, what's his face? John Moxley is uh, finally defending uh, the U.S. Uh, title on Dynamite, the yeah. New, J New Japan U.S. title on Dynamite. So that's another step forward in this whole crossover. Um, Storyline, yeah. So it's coming. I guess we have to be patient, right? Yeah. Because uh, wrestling is like a soap opera, so we have yeah. to be very patient. Th things it's develop very slowly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's move on a bit. I want to. I, I absolutely have to talk about how bad Raw has been. Um, in the whole. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I'm telling you, Jonathan. No. I I try no. to put it on, and. I either if I'm if I just put on wrestling, I fall asleep, guaranteed. And if I try to just put it on to follow at least the storylines and put on the uh, the TV something else, then I completely get lost in whatever else I'm watching, and I don't I don't pay attention to nothing on Raw. It's very hard. I don't know if it's the like we've said before, like I've said before. I don't know if it's the three hours, but I I don't I can't I can't defend them by saying it's the three hours because at least give me one hour of good uh, of good storylines and good wrestling. There's no there's no continuation in the storylines. There's, there's no story that I want to know. Uh, that I want to. I can't wait till next week to know what's happening. You know, at least SmackDown, you have good storylines. You have Cesaro. You have Roman Reigns. You have uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, well, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You have you have stories that, uh, and it's only two hours. I understand, but you have stories that keep me going that I watch like. While we're talking right now, SmackDown is on, but I'm recording it, and as soon mm -hmm. as we we hang up, I'm gonna watch it because exactly. I want to watch it. You know, I want to know what's happened. Continuation from last week, but Raw, they they just can't go anywhere with it. Uh, even though Apollo Cruz, they say maybe that's the only yeah, okay only... storyline going on on Raw. Yeah. Um, but his buddy Aziz, uh, he's completely useless. But I guess we'll <laughs> we'll leave that story for another time. Um. Let's talk a bit about NXT moving to Tuesdays. Have you yeah. followed NXT? Since, I do follow. Uh, well, uh, I, go ahead, go ahead. I started in the beginning. I followed it like religiously. But then when Marano left, I went, uh, I don't follow as much. But I know what's happening. Um, yeah, I, 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 I follow what's happening on, on the internet, but I've been trying because I think I finally, I've been trying to, because I always forget it's on Tuesdays, right? So when I get yeah. to Wednesday, 
I put on I, I I used to always watch Dynamite, and then most of the time either right after yeah. watch NXT or NXT, leave it for yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't think about it, it's on Tuesdays. It's like <laughs> I don't I don't care no more. I don't know why. It's it's like Tuesday wasn't my day for wrestling. It's finally a day where I have wrestling. I don't have to watch wrestling. I can take a day off from wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna watch it on Tuesdays. But now even on Thursdays where I used to watch it sometimes to catch up. I don't feel interested. Maybe it's because it was two days ago and it's like old news. It's like something in my head, but I've been trying to follow and it's a hard time. And um, and I thought they would be able to crack the 1 million uh, viewers moving to Tuesdays because Dynam- Dynamite has cracked it twice. Uh, last week, no, but that was the, the this week. I mean, no, but mm-hmm. that's a bit normal because it was the State of the Union address in the States. Right, so a lot of people right. watch that. Uh, but... NXT hasn't been able to crack the 900,000. It's always uh, between 750 and 850 all the time. And I finally, yesterday, I finally go, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this conversation with John. So let me watch uh, NXT. And um, no, I really wasn't into it at all, at all, at all, at all. The only story I'm interested in and I want to know is Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the only story that I'm very interested because in, that match at TakeOver was great. Mm-hmm. And I, I really wanted to see where they're going with this. But other than that, I was fast forwarding, fast forwarding all the all the other matches and storylines. We so I don't know. Maybe I'll have to adapt to that. Go ahead. I think I said this to you on our first conversation. To me, it always starts with your announced team. Yeah. Because that's the Wrong. voice, right? Right. Like uh, we spoke about uh, Ron in the beginning, the new guy. I don't even know what's his name. I don't even want to know what his name is. He made Raw. He's making Raw even worse than it already was. You see, he doesn't even know you, what he's talking about. Now that you say that, I don't even know who you're talking about. That's how much I've been paying attention. I know that Corey Graves moved back to Raw. And yes. they brought Pat, Pat McAfee to SmackDown. Yes. But, the ter- but the third person, <laughs> I have no idea who it is. It's, I, I forgot his name. He's not even, he, he has no background in wrestling whatsoever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he was a news reporter or something. Okay, I think I might have read something about that on the internet. Okay. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Raw is not a wrestling show anymore. Mm. It's, it's just pure trying to entertain. When I watch Raw, I rem- it reminds me... I get the feeling of um, American Gladiators. Yeah. You know, like that's the good, 90s there? Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah, It's just, it, it, it's just entertaining. Yeah. There's yeah. no SmackDown is where you have your wrestling. Yes, that's And you have your storylines and whatever. But I find that weird because isn't it Bruce Pritchard that's that's the head, head writer for both shows? That's, uh, it, it boggles my mind. Like, how can you how can you be so horrible uh, writing and and preparing one show and do a decent okay job doing the other? Well, well SmackDown, you have Paul Heyman. Are you still involved in the booking and the? Oh the yeah, he. I think he's in a big part of the well the storylines with Roman. Oh, oh yes, guaranteed that that he has his word in. Oh, yeah. well, right there, you have Paul Heyman. Yeah, and right there, that's half half your show, right? Because. Right. Um, when was it? Last week, uh, SmackDown. Yes, last week, SmackDown was mm-hmm. basically three quarters of the whole show was revolved around the Roman Reigns, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. That whole storyline was basically an hour and uh, and and fifteen minutes of of the whole show. 
And you now you like we spoke, I think, at the the WrestleMania episode. Cesaro mm -hmm. is actually on the spotlight. Yeah, they're actually well, yeah. well overdue. Oh yeah, guaranteed, guaranteed. Should have been long time ago. Long time ago. And, and I understand uh, giving giving him Daniel Bryan to help him out on the mic. Yeah, is, is also good because he, he is he. I don't know. I, I'm sure he's. They've given him classes, promo classes since he's been in WWE, but just some people just don't have that. They don't have it. If you don't have it, you don't have yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. They don't have that charisma to, to talk on him. He has charisma because in the ring, he's oh, yeah. he's exploding in charisma. But but on the mic, he has a bit of a hard time. So I like that they give Daniel Bryan uh, that help. They give Cesaro that help, giving Daniel Bryan the mic a bit. I like that story of him, um, them taunting uh, when he was giving them the spins to uh, the, to Uso and he was taunting Roman to come out. I like that uh, that a bit. But Raw, they got to do something because if I'm USA Network, I'm starting to get worried a bit. You have to... Raw NXT have to change their announce team. That's what's killing them. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely... Uh, I could definitely agree with... Um, I could definitely agree with Raw. They, you, need, they, need, they need to change that. Do you watch um, NXT UK? Uh, once in a while, I try to, but it's so much wrestling that I don't have time. Listen but to, I try. Do you listen to an announced team? It's uh, Vic Joseph, no? No, it's two. It's it's two English guys now. Oh, it's two English guys now. Okay, okay. That's the guy. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Nigel. Nigel McKenna. Yeah. Nigel McKenna. Nigel, yeah, Nigel McKenna. Nine, is Nigel, and then and I believe that gentleman is the old announcer from NXT UK, who's in the broadcasting now. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They, I think I see who you're talking about, yeah. They they're into the match, so yeah. they make us into the match. Exactly, yes, and it's important because that's the voice. That's what you're hearing. If exactly. they're if they're dull and they're not excited about the match, how do you want the people watching be excited about that match? Uh, and and as for SmackDown, I'm not a fan of uh, McPhee. I don't like. Pat, Pat I cannot stand him. Uh, like the person, like the, the the person or the character. The cow. The Character, I don't like wrestler wise. His match with Cole, nine stars out of ten. Oh, it was it was good a match. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but him as announcer, I like him on his uh, his show. Mm -hmm. on his has. podcast, yeah. But as a, even when he does the pre shows, I I could deal with him. But I next to uh, Cole. Yeah, I think yeah, they have to get they have to no. find a bit of chemistry there between them two. They still don't have it. Yeah. He knows his stuff and he has some good one liners. But they have to fix their chemistry a bit. That I'll agree with you. I think it's Cole. It's, Cole. Cole needs to life too up gimmicky. a bit. Too gimmicky. Cole, yes, yes, that's true. Cole is is okay. He was always okay to me. People love him. People hate him. To me, he was always okay. I, but, I just find that he's he's too he's too yeah. like flatline. He, there's no more emotion like he used to have. You have no more fans. Yeah, that's that's hard too. It makes it doesn't make it easy. That's guaranteed. Yeah, that's you true. have to have friend, uh, fans for wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now they, they 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 had the opportunity. They had people at WrestleMania. You could have you the, like like AEW has. They have that certain number of fans, and it helps a lot the product. I what I don't understand is that. Uh, Raw and SmackDown are recorded in Florida. Yeah. So is A&W. Yes. 
AEW records outside. Yes, that's true, actually. I didn't, I didn't think about that. You were true, right? Why don't they take WWE, Ron SmackDown, move? Because technically they moved the Thunderdome now. Yeah. Move it outside. Yeah, move it to a, a AAA baseball stadium or something smaller where you could have it outside and have more people there. I agree with that. Because NXT, NXT, they have fans. Yeah. And it's, in, yeah. And it's inside. Yeah, and it's at the Performance Center. They do have fans. Well, fans, I think they have like 100 fans that they give a chance to come, and then the rest, they're wrestlers that are there. But okay. still, it still it's, has it's, people there. Yeah. 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 So NXT, they have fans. Now, I would just I would keep Beth Phoenix as an announcer because I think she does a very good job yeah, as a, a female vo- uh, female part. Yeah. yeah. And she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. And now Vic, Vic Joseph is in NXT. Vic Joseph and uh, what's his face? Uh, Barrett. I call him Barrett. Yeah, well, Barrett, yeah. Those two, <laughs> I don't like. Uh, Barrett's having a hard time adapting. I thought it would be better than that, but to be honest with you, he's having a hard time. They have to find a way to bring Marano back. Talking about Ronaldo, he was, if, he was great. He made that match, Kenny versus Swan. He made that match better than it than it was being than it was being than out well, not that it was being but he made it better considering there's no fans if there was no Ronaldo I wouldn't have been able to actually watch the match in full and technically it was TK Tony Khan for those who don't know what TK is who brought him in oh uh, he it was his idea to uh, have him uh, he wanted uh, he want so I think they're starting to have a relationship so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to uh, AEW in the near future but he did say after um, after that match, he did say that uh, doing that match, announcing that match, gave him the the wrestling bug again. So we never know. Like you yeah. said, if, if if Tony Khan is the one that arranged this to happen, like you said, now that the communications are open between them, mm-hmm. very possible that he could come uh, to Dynamite. Because A and W have three shows now. Yeah, Elevation, Dark, and uh, and Dynamite. Yeah. So you. Put them, Dynamite, you keep the three, you keep the Shivani, JR, and uh, Xavier. Oh, okay. Interesting. Then you put, uh, then you have Shivani and Big Show for the new one there. The, mm-hmm. the Elevation, yeah. Elevation. And on Dark, you put Murano and Xavier. Or, or you go Murano and Taz. Ooh, that would be a, that's a nice combination there. I don't know. I just find, I just find the Shivani and, J- and Jim Ross, it's, it's too it's too heavy that it's too heavy that i would like i like them both but together i don't like them so yeah. I, I, I agree with what you just said but maybe i would take out jr from dynamite mm-hmm. and put uh ronaldo and have uh, jr with with uh with uh with paul white or the opposite with, yeah, Ex- with excalibur right but you can't take out jr from tv from because, uh, from network tv right yeah. yeah because jr just his name is yeah and i'm JR sure it's, i'm sure it's in his contract yeah and i'm yeah, sure it's, it's in his contract and plus marano said what well, the reason one of the reasons he left WWE is because of the scheduling yeah there's that too yeah, yeah. so if he goes on uh not on tv they made the scheduling be less but do you know do you know if they film all three shows in the same day oh that uh are you talking about uh no i don't yeah. know yeah 
because I know they I know they used to film Dynamite and Dark on the same day, but now that they added Elevation, I don't know if maybe they do those two on the same day. I don't know either, but that's something to look into considering the the scheduling for uh, for Mauro Ronaldo to um, when he would accept or come to AEW. But I know, I, uh, but he's I, he's he's definitely uh, he's definitely top, and I would take him on any announced team. Yeah, but I I read somewhere that they were recording a lot ahead of time because they want to do the network they want to do their own streaming line yes i heard that too yeah so they so, want to get as much uh, as much um uh material as possible so they can so i don't them. know if they recorded everything because i know they record uh, every two weeks so so okay. already if, if they're recording every two weeks and now you're doing two hours two hours and one hour and a half we're talking about six hours so you're recording you're you're filming 12 almost 12 hours of content in one day i'd find that a lot so they must have switched that around a bit uh would, would make sense so wednesdays are not live one out of two so the last like this way i don't know week. which i don't know which is which but usually you see on the top of on the top corner you see live when it's live yeah. and they don't uh, they don't put it when it's not when it's pre-taped um uh that i i've known for a while and since i've known I've, I, I always check because sometimes i forget which one was last week so i check up oh, today's not live so sometimes it's good so when you're like when i'm listening to a podcast of chris jericho or something mm-hmm. and he's talking about something I, I could put my i could situate myself exactly when that was uh when that happened what he's talking about mm-hmm. okay so let's jump into a bit let's jump into aew oh no before we jump on jump onto AEW. I just wanted to talk about the uh, today uh, Dave Meltzer, which is the mm-hmm. reporter slash insider slash anything you want need to know about wrestling. Uh, he came we, don't, we don't trust his word every time. No, no, no. I, <laughs> we don't trust him religiously, but uh, every time he does say something, it's worth looking into though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he announced today that Major League Wrestling, MLW, uh, are in talks with WWE for a partnership in uh, wrestling, swapping wrestlers. Now, is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But what do you think about the idea of WWE partnering with uh, MLW? You told me this before we were, we started doing this. So I had like a fast, fast time to think about it. There's two things that I see. One, Vince was not in, in this deal. Two, this is all Triple H. I I, I I agree that definitely Triple H has a big word. If this happens, has a big say in this partnership. Because it's because his I, style. Because I think they're saying what, again, what AEW is doing with New Japan. Mm-hmm. So may, maybe there is it the main roster or is it NXT? That's it. That's where they don't. They're not. They don't specify. Because, because if it's NXT, I see that happening a hundred percent. Yeah, I see it more happening with NXT than with the roster. Yeah, I don't see Vince saying, "Hey, Roman, yeah, you could go there for yeah. a week and come back." Uh, yeah, unless hey, unless he saw the numbers from the um, from the Broken Skull Sessions podcast with Chris Jericho, and those numbers were very good, and mm-hmm. now he sees okay, there's an opportunity here. Then it worked out good with them because Impact, the, the last last Impact uh, last week, the one before Rebellion, mm-hmm. and the one after Rebellion, which was yesterday, 
numbers did go up. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, the pay-per-view buys did go up from normal. But that's that's normal. It's probably one of your best wrestlers in the world fighting on your pay-per-view. It's normal that the buys would go up. But mm -hmm. that the but that their weekly show goes up too. Maybe Victor Man sees a there's an opportunity here. I only win in having guys like Jacob Fatou. Um, mm -hmm. Who else can uh, that I have here written down? Um, uh, the Von Eric brothers, mm -hmm. Leo, Leo Rush, that was with them uh, mm -hmm. not too long ago, uh, and TJP. Basically, those are the, maybe the main guys that yeah. we, that we can we would see crossover. But I would be very excited in seeing Jacob Fatou show up on NXT. Which is family with Roman and the Usos. Yeah, exactly, and, and that too. Yes, exactly. The dynasty if of the Fatus. If I'm not mistaken, and if anybody, correct me if I'm wrong in the comment section, but Jacob Fatou, isn't that Jay and Jimmy's brother? Cousin. Cousin? Okay, okay, okay. They have another brother. They have a younger brother. Uh, that I knew I knew they had a brother. I just wasn't sure if it was him. But I don't know if he's in uh, MLW. I think he's in, because uh, I know Rikishi has his own wrestling uh, organization. Yes. The Samoan Dynasty. Yeah, and I think he's there. Yeah, I was I just saying that, that because of the name Fatu. That's why I was thinking maybe. I know that he tried. I guarantee he's a cousin, though. I know he tried out in NXT. Oh. And I think I think he was in the. Um, I could be wrong, in the Cruiserweight Classic. I don't think you're wrong there. I don't think you're wrong. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I, that it reminds me of something there. Yeah. And then he showed up once or twice in NXT, and then he disappeared. See, I thought uh, when I checked the roster of uh, MLW when I was preparing for this podcast, mm -hmm. um, I thought what's uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. was still there, but he's not on the roster no more. That no. that would have been interesting. Also, I would but like to see him back in the, in WWE. He's in talks with WWE. Oh, he is in talks. Good. Yes, good. And now is he going to NXT or is he going to the main roster? I don't know. If I was him, I would go to NXT. <laughs> yeah. And also At least those, for now. And there was also the, um, I forgot his name, the other Hart. Yeah, Teddy Teddy Hart. But him with his he's jail bit, problems. Yeah, he's a bit of a loose cannon in him. He's, ve he's very talented in the ring. Yeah. Very yeah. talented. And even on the mic, too. Yeah. But but he's too much of a, of a liability. You never know yeah. what's going to happen with him. And so right there. it's Not uh, the type of uh, wrestler that they would go get. Triple H yeah. or Vince McMahon, but yeah, there's also Tom Lawler is also a good, uh, very good wrestler, mm -hmm. Puma King. But so uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued yeah. about this thing and what they can do. Obviously, keep Vince McMahon away from. If they do this, keep Vince McMahon away from the storyline as much as possible. I will. I'll, if this, if this is true, I'll be very, very surprised. Uh, yes, considering knowing Vince McMahon, I would be surprised too. But like you said, maybe they're starting to give Triple H more room to make more executive decisions. And because, um, I guess I'll believe it when I see it, right? Yeah, because if they could do it with, uh, with uh, MLW, that means they could do something with NWA. Yeah. Yes. They could do something with Ring of Honor. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys from NXT that uh, are from Ring of, of uh, Ring Ring of Honor. Yes, I think yeah. half of the roster is, more or less. Or, yes, a lot of them. A lot of them have wrestled at least. Yeah, uh, at least had a, a run in uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah. So if they could do that with MLW, 
I, I if if this works, and if the AW in New Japan and AAA works, I I see in a two or three years a worldwide tour. Yeah, like everyone. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. If if WWE tries this out and it works out for them, and obviously it looks like everything else on the other side, on the other mm -hmm. side of the, is working out for them also for Impact for AEW, mm -hmm. and now we'll see with New Japan. I guess that yeah, you're right. Two three years from uh, down the road, uh, there's a possibility to have like a Super Bowl of wrestling. Yeah, it's gonna be like a Super League. Yeah, yeah, it could uh, very good potential. I just thought about something right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I think you'll appreciate this. Um, I have one wrestler, one wrestler in my mind that mm -hmm. no matter how Vince McMahon would book him or uh, or would write a storyline for the main roster, he mm -hmm. would be the only one that going up to the main roster, no matter what they do, would still work. Is Adam Cole? Yeah, because he's done. He he's no. They don't. Vince McMahon. I, at least I don't think so. Will ever have the balls to. To bring up Adam Cole and then like give him a stupid gimmick or go, stupid something because he has made his name. He is that who he is. He's been th that way since Ring of Honor, since since um, pro wrestling in the the one the, the promotion in California. Mm -hmm. He's he's that. He just did another promo this week, uh, which was amazing. And I think no matter what they do and who they book him with, he'll be able to make his uh, his space in the main roster. Uh. I, sorry, I was thinking of something. No, uh, Cole and AJ Styles oh. in Mania is gonna has to happen before Styles retires. Yes, it has to. I agree. I agree. Cole to me, he, he's the he's the new version. He's the newer Michaels. I have that same comparison in my head. Yeah, I agree a hundred and fifty percent with that statement. So that right that that's that match if if they do it in the nxt style which meaning the false counts and the okay yes and if they have good announced team mm -hmm. it could be match of the year caliber yeah we're talking about maybe five six star match yeah 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 i, I agree with that 100 percent all right, so let's move on to the cream of the crop right now in the wrestling world, AEW. I just want to talk about Jericho on Broken Skulls, but I don't want to talk about the, the interview in its entirety because mostly they just recap his, uh, his career and everything. But I do want to talk a bit about the beginning and about how Jericho, uh, when Jericho says, there are any snipers around over here uh, <laughs> going, uh, going through the forbidden door. Tell us a bit about what you thought about that? When the first time I saw that, I believe I saw it, uh, it was on Facebook. I think it was around uh, April Fool's Day, right? Okay, when they, uh, yes, I think it was actually there. When they announced it or when they yeah. taped it? When, when they, announced they announced it. it. Yes, yes, yes. I searched, I don't know how many websites to see if it was true. <laughs> yeah. Because. Hard to believe for, there. Right? <laughs> for. A popular wrestler who was a WCW guy who went to WWE, who did very, very well in the WWE to leave to go to Japan 
do very, very well in Japan. To go to AEW, to have the same, and to have, to start a, a new company when WWE was by themselves for a good 10, 15 years. Guaranteed, yeah. And had a chance to go to a, to Stone Cold Steve Austin's show, who is one of the most popular superstars in the history of wrestling, period. Yeah. And for Vince to say, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, when Stone Cold said that, I was like, yeah, do you think he's maybe being nice there? Or did Vince actually just say, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Go ahead. <laughs> so now, it's now, just to go back two steps, if Jericho could go to Bro uh, Broken Skull, yeah. Maybe the, a the MLW thing is true. Yeah. Maybe that, that's why I'm saying maybe the gates are starting yeah. to open a bit there. That uh, or... Because he, not or, only is Jericho... Well, not only did Jericho leave in... I don't want to say bad terms because he'll never be in bad good, terms. Good, good, good terms, but the way he left because he didn't like where he was in the, in the, on the card. Which uh, is completely right. The, that match that he had with Owens was... Yes. Was supposed to be been, the main, yeah, the main event. Should have yes. been main. I'd yeah. rather have Owens and Jericho in Mania main event than Gilbert Goldberg, sorry, <laughs> and uh, Brock. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No. Was it that same year? But uh, but I, I I totally agree with what you're saying because Jericho and um, versus Owens. I don't care who's the main event. It definitely, it definitely, he definitely, they definitely deserve, if not to be the main event, to be like, okay, if it's Roman, the rock is probably one of the only ones that maybe my main event. Yes, exactly. At least the, middle, the match right middle, before or the middle, middle of the card. I think well, it was, well, that, that, that I might disagree because I, I like having important matches as your first match. I, I think it helps start off the yes. show on a good on a good uh, on a good uh, note. But you don't go third. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because then you're just you just buried you you're just buried the match in the middle of a card where mm. pull as being mm. either the first one or the main event or at at the at the word well at the at the second best the mm. second to last match. I think it was Triple H that said it at Bania, you either want to be the first or the last. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. Because uh, that's the, the the first one everybody remembers, and the last one usually everybody remembers, unless Goldberg's involved. So that's basically um, what uh, what's going on over here. Okay. And so, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I, I agree with that a hundred percent. And at the beginning, when um, uh, when he's telling maybe the, the basically the story of of AEW, how they started, and how Tony Khan called him, and that they needed a, a known face to carry the company at the beginning, to carry the belt and everything, I was very surprised, like how much they elaborated on that whole AEW uh, awesome. story. I'm like, this is going to get cut. This is going to get cut. This yeah. Get cut. <laughs> I, I thought maybe they were going to edit out some parts, but no, it seems like, it seems like they let them, let them go freely. And they actually said, he actually said Kenny's name. He actually said Sammy's name. Yeah. He actually Young said Bucks. Young, Young Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. He, he actually said Tony Khan. 
he actually said AEW without no beeps. No, no, it was, uh, I was very surprised. So maybe, uh, maybe that's a good sign for the future. Thank God. Uh, like, seriously. Imagine the pop and in a WrestleMania. Like, remember the pop a few years ago when the Hardy Boys came back when nobody, <sighs> nobody knew they were going to come back? I was well, shocked. Yeah, even me. Uh, I popped <laughs> at home by myself. But imagine the pop at a WrestleMania, mm -hmm. like, with no, no rumors of crossovers, nothing. All of a sudden, a big match, main event, and then all you hear is the Jericho's WWE team song. Mm -hmm. It's going to tear off the roof of if, the, if that stadium has a roof. <laughs> uh, definitely. So, yeah, that was interesting. And I recommend everybody to go watch that uh, uh, Broken Skulls uh, session podcast because yeah. it's definitely worth a, listen, worth a listen. Okay. So, now let's preview the big show we have coming up next week. Mm -hmm. Blood and guts so in general how do you how do you uh, how do you feel about how they've been promoting uh, this semi quasi pay-per-view on a on a normal uh, dynamite it's gonna be it's gonna be good i think uh i think this is gonna be the, the, the way they're doing the matches this should this should have been a pay-per-view because they're oh, going out, out, all out, all yeah. out. Yes, no. they, def they definitely, they, yeah, no pun intended. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's definitely a, it's definitely a, a pay per view because, caliber card, definitely. Because before they announced the all the matches, I heard a lot that it was supposed to be just one match. Yeah, I had heard that too. I'm like, whoa, they're gonna go a two hour match, for uh, I understand it's a. It's a it's a two it's that big two ring match. Mm. Basically, to put everybody into context, Blood and Guts is basically uh, war games. War. Yeah. But AEW style with a bit bit of tweaks in the rules, but yeah. not much that you'll notice. So yeah. I understand that that it's a big match, but to go on two hours would have been a lot. I think it would have been a bit too much. So, maybe. so when they said there was, I think there's five uh, or six. One, two, three, four, five. Oh no! Sorry, uh, six with the. Oh no 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 five. That's right, five. Sorry. Five. So, and it's not matches that you. It's it's it's. Well, you have the card, so you know it's yeah. it's matches. It's. Oh, and it's caliber matches. Okay, let's let's go right down the card. Let's start off with the four way tag team match. Mm -hmm. Right. Just right there. SoCal Uncensored, mm -hmm. Jurassic Express. Mm -hmm. Varsity Blondes, that I had to check who they were because I completely forgot who they were. But it's Brian Pillman and Griff Garrison. Who, uh, who, I, called, who I called the Hollywood Blondes 2.0. Yes, yes. I guess that's what they wanted with naming them Varsity Blondes. Yeah. Uh, and the Acclaimed. So we haven't seen a lot of the Acclaimed in tag team action. We've seen a lot of Max uh, Caster yeah. uh, recently. And I really, really like him. I really, really mm -hmm. like him. I don't like I, I don't like his freestyling that much. Mm, no, he needs to work on his freestyling a bit. Yeah. His, his rhymes are a bit whack, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, but I do like him as a wrestler. He's very yeah. good. So that match should be and uh, Jurassic Express. Um, I love them. Jungle Boy Jack Perry, like Jim Ross calls him. Uh, he's getting better every week. Yeah. So future world champion, you're gonna see. Oh yes. Oh yes. Two to three years. 
down the line in uh, in the next three, three yeah to, to, in the next three to five years i guarantee can see him when he takes a bit of physical maturity mm -hmm. and um, when he starts talking a bit more on the mic because the little time we have seen them on the mic mm -hmm. we've seen the potential but they don't mm -hmm. give him the chance to yeah. to really do it much so they would have to give him more um, more of that visibility for him to really explode as a singles wrestler but right mm -hmm. now uh doing a perfect job with jurassic express so colin censored listen they're um, they're veterans kazarian and um and christopher daniels they'll uh, they always come through i respect them I respect them a lot as wrestlers too i never never liked daniels and I, I i never got into him uh, he's definitely he's definitely the worst out of both of them but he's a good wrestler but he doesn't have that charisma and that never got into him. uh not even back in the day in tna when i used to uh, watch him uh, more often and fall I angel really, yeah fallen really. angel wasn't really um he, he's put on some great matches especially with aj styles yeah uh, he's a good wrestler exhibition matches yeah but uh, he's on my cup of tea exactly yeah i could I, i could agree with that too so do you have any prediction for is that a number one contenders match Because I think SoCal and Censored is the are the number one contenders, so this is just a, a four-way tag team. Yeah, they said it again this week. Already? Yeah, I think because they beat. Um, That was fast. Um, no, they didn't beat nobody. Sorry, it's because what's their face? That that triangle lost. Mm -hmm. So now, according to the rankings, they're number one contenders. They're no, they're not number one contenders. I'm sorry, they're ranked number one ranked. Okay. Sorry. I think the number one Sorry. contenders are uh, inner circle. Inner uh, circle. Um, pr uh, proud and powerful. Uh, yeah, pride. Uh, or, yeah, then. Well, <laughs> I always forget their names. Yeah. Um, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, Santana and Ortiz. That's right. Uh, that's right. They, they're number. They're ranked number one with the, okay. the with the, the the record. The record. Because mm -hmm. uh, AEW is very concentrated on the on the records. So I don't think that's a number one contender match, but the potential is there for a great match. Who do you see coming out on top on that match? Um, I see the Jungle Boy. The Jurassic Express? Yeah. That's a good pick. I guess they're the ones that are the most over. I don't see Varsity Blondes winning. That's for sure. They're going uh, to get pinned on. Yeah, they're probably the ones that are going to suffer the pin. I agree. So Colin Sanchez really don't need to no. win this match. Um, and acclaimed, they also don't need it right away. They have still time to develop their their, their is, characters and uh, their team. Is Scorpion Sky still with? Uh, no, Scorpion Sky now is with um, Ethan the, Page. Ethan okay. Page, yeah. So the, you, you, do you see you, whatever they're called, they're done no more? They're not called that still? Uh, I don't they, know. Sorry. They still come out. They still come out to the team song, and they okay. still have on the Titantron uh, the, the the pictures of SCU. But yeah, I guess they're the just stupidest gimmicks I ever saw. Yeah, what's that uh, free that that gimmick uh, phrase they say all the time about the town? Uh, it's such a stupid uh, catchphrase that I don't understand how it ever got over. But I digress. Uh, moving on, they have Britt Baker versus, and still today I checked. Again, uh, maybe I wasn't the, the site wasn't updated yet, but where I checked, it was still to be announced. Her the opponent. Did oh, they yeah. have? A, did you hear of an opponent, a possible opponent for Britt Baker? No, the only thing I saw 
the well last Wednesday where she spoke that she's the number one contender. Yes, and yes. I, I thought I thought it was for the title. Uh, uh, Hikaru Shida, maybe, maybe. Oh, actually, I would love to see that match because uh, she's gonna win it soon. She has to win it soon, like yeah, before I, June, because uh, right now she's hot. Well, at the max, hot. yeah, she is hot. She is hot. She's, she's the she's the most she's the one that sells the most T-shirts in AEW. Because exactly, she's she's hot. Yeah, yeah, she's she's Not definitely hot sexually, like hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's definitely she's definitely over with the fans. Yeah, she's over. That's what I was looking even, for. Even Thank though you. even though being um being a heel, she's yeah. still uh, she's still very over with the fans. And to be honest with you, before that she had that match with uh, God, I'm what's her name? The hardcore match. Yes, that was that was a very uh, good match. Very good name? match. Um, I'm blank today. Uh, Rosa, no. Um, Rosa, thank you. Yes, I was not a fan of Baker, but after that match, I'm like, that chick has chops. Yeah, she has charisma. She's good on the mic. She's got better in the ring since she started. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's Adam Cole, Bebe's wife. So yeah, yeah. Uh, give her all the time in the world to develop. So but she's definitely going to be the champion soon. I she think. has to win it before before June. So I give her one more month. Uh, they have a pay-per-view in May, right? It's uh, Double or Nothing, right? Usually in May. Yeah. So she has to win in Double or Nothing. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That would be the perfect time for her to win. Yes, in Vegas. Yes, with fan. With fan. Are they going to Vegas? I believe so. It, it's always there. Yeah, usually it's always there, but I thought maybe because of the pandemic they were sticking around mm-hmm. with uh, Florida for a bit still. No, because I, I think they're, 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 I saw somewhere, oh, maybe you're right. Because yeah. I know they just postponed some, some house shows, well, not some right. house shows, but some yes. dynamite shows that were yes, supposed yes. to be in. Uh, so, uh, but Britt Baker would be the perfect time for her to win the championship and to have a yeah. gr- great match with uh, Sheeta would be at, at Double or Nothing. And I would like to see. Uh, a female stable. Yes, hey, since that's all they have in AEW is all kinds of factions and stables. Like might as well lot. have a stable, <laughs> a woman faction. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I don't know. Now that you say that, I think Britt Baker would be a great leader of a stable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm asking like six, seven women. Put like three. So she really, she really has a rebel. Yeah, uh, rebel Reba. is perfect. Reba, yeah, she's perfect as a, as like the bodyguard. And now yeah. you add a you add another two wrestler, two female wrestlers, or a tag mm-hmm. team uh, female uh, female wrestlers with with Brit. That would be perfect. Yeah, would be perfect. Make Brit uh, two two, um, two superstars that basically need a little push, mm-hmm. and put uh, put Britt Baker ahead of uh, in front of them. Mm-hmm. To help them with that push would be perfect. Mm-hmm. She she can she can work miracles, uh, mm-hmm. getting people over. So yeah, I'm all for that. Great uh, great suggestion there, John. Okay, this next match, Ooh, it pisses me off so much. Like <laughs> Cody versus QT. Okay, I love Cody. Uh, kind of kind of like kind of like this this storyline of this rivalry of the, the the nightmare factory breaking away from uh, break, uh down the middle but i cannot stand qt i don't even like saying his name qt what like seriously Q- q-tip yeah uh, <laughs> like 
come on. Uh, storyline. What what's, what's your uh, what's your point of view on uh, on QT and this whole storyline? There's a lot. Um, this storyline. Can't even talk about it. Mm. It's so stupid. Mm. First of all, how many members does the fa Nightmare family have? Because I lose count. Well, yeah, because usually the Nightmare family or Nightmare Factory, some people will call, is basically the, the school that they have at QT Marshall's uh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. facility. And right. these are all the students under them. So now maybe they have to find something for these guys to come on TV, right? So, I, okay, whatever. But, like, I don't know. Other ways to make this... this, this uh, to put these guys over than to have QT as their leader. First of all, QT sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's not good. He's, he's not really good. Not good. He, I don't give a shit if he's Cody's friend or not. He really? sucks. Cody lately is going down. Yes, because of stupid ma matches and rivalries like that. Yeah. And a cool fact. Did you know that Cody was supposed to be the leader of uh, Pinnacle? Uh, I, I hadn't heard about it, but I, I thought of it as a possibility, yes. Do you remember the, that week that he came back to AEW with uh, black hair? Yes. That was supposed to be, to be the beginning of it. And then, oh, okay. then, and then the week after, he went blonde because he changed his mind. Uh, he changed his mind? Yeah, he goes, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. be, so right now, you're going to be fighting QT. Instead of being on a war games match with Jericho, basically that's what it is. Basically that's what it is because this was supposed to be that match with Inner Circle, um, the Nightmare Family against. Mm -hmm. the, well, actually no, it was the Elite. It was supposed to be the Elite, yeah, but now. Sorry, finish what you're saying. Um, but Cody hasn't been around the Elite in a long time, um, and. I could see what this story with the pinnacle is going is the perfect perfect time to have this blood and guts match. But QT, not the person to have this match with. And that match that the first match they had a few weeks ago. Horrible match. Yeah. Horrible match. Botches, um, no emotion. I understand that's what they wanted to go through because uh, they go with because uh, mm. Cody, it was a friend. He didn't want to hurt a friend, so that's the whole gimmick they were going. How many with. friends does he have? Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, QT is not the one for this, man. I, hey, I'll give him I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'll let him I'll give him a chance to prove me wrong uh, next Wednesday. But I have no expectations for this but, match. Costa, every match besides the match he had with Jericho. We talking about Cody. We're talking about Cody. Okay, yeah. He's with, with his friends. QT. Or with family, yeah. Yeah, QT. His brother, uh, Dustin. Yeah. Technically, his best friend, MJF. Uh, his best friend's bodyguard, uh, Warlow. Yeah, Sean Spears. Sean Spears, his other best friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, how it, many friends do you have to like? That means you're a really, really bad friend if you're fighting all your friends. <laughs> yes, good way to put it, John. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like. And how many times are going to do the same storyline over and over again? That's the problem with All Elite. One, they have good storylines. Okay. They have bad endings. Yes. 
It happens a lot. I agree with that too. They have good superstars, but they change their gimmick, their their gimmicks very often. Example: mm -hmm. uh, uh, Bunny Blade and the uh, Butcher and the Blade and Bunny. Yeah, yeah. How many times were they on and off? Yeah, and they're moving from faction to faction. They don't know what to do with them. Yeah. And then Bunny was supposed to be going out with uh, QT. Then two weeks later, technically QT is married, and uh, Bunny's married to a Butcher, uh, yeah. Blade. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. It's Blade, yeah. Yeah, it's a... It's, they they, they kind of get lost in their story sometimes also. They have a problem with that. Um, I don't see because... Listen, Butcher and the Blade, you have... I understand that this whole thing happened because of... Um, uh it all went it, it all went awry with with eddie kingston's uh family which was the butcher and the blade and and the the lucha bros mm -hmm. i understand that went awry when um when the, what's his face came back uh when pat came back so they had to reform the dead triangle and now even that they're separating a bit penta from that dead triangle and having him more uh on his mm -hmm. own with a translator so they, they are a bit all over the place with their with yes. following their storylines you have we're gonna go back to qt sadly but we're gonna go back <laughs> but you have one of the best tag teams in the neutral brothers that technically you're spreading you're you're splitting them up because mm -hmm. i believe one of them is, one of them is injured no they're both there no they came but, back one was injured but they, yeah. they he came back no. keep them together you said that AEW is supposed to be a, a company that the best tag team. Now you're splitting splitting the best tag team. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then you have the the, the the debut of Butcher and the Blade one was one of the best debuts that company had. True. They were very, very, very popular because who are the fuck are these guys? Yeah, yeah. No, they had a good gimmick, a good name, Especially a good style. Bunny. Yeah. The bunny, bunny made that, that duo work even more. Now yeah. you're going back and forth. That duo is ruined. It's useless now on TV. Completely you have useless. They, they have to keep what they have and stop touching it. Yeah. Because or else it's it's like you know, it's like example. Uh, Jericho's leader of Inner Circle. Two weeks later, he's gonna wear heels and be a drag queen. Two weeks later, he's gonna be back the leader of Inner Circle. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, for no. for, for that I agree. And that and like with this Cody thing of redoing the same storyline, they're all his friends that he has to fight. It's all his oh. best friends all the time. But like Tony Khan, mm -hmm. I understand that Tony Khan is the owner, co-founder. And the head booker, but can it be? Can it be that Cody has creative control over everything that touches him? Yes. Because I I don't see Tony seeing this, and as a fan like we are, not seeing this as the problem that it is. That, that Cody. Cody said he doesn't want to be like Triple H, which meaning. All the championships yeah. and all. Put, your, the, put yourself always in the forefront of the uh, of the car, yeah. But that doesn't mean that you're you just fight your friends that you're not doing the same thing. Yeah. So you are doing pretty much the same thing. You think but you're bringing your friends with you? Yeah. Without any championships. Basically, that's what he's doing. 
But do you think that this whole they they backed themselves up in the corner with this whole uh, gimmick storyline about him not being able to challenge for the belt? It's gonna change. It's, they're, they're, they're gonna find a loophole that probably says in the contract it says that I cannot win if it's if it's still Jericho or something like that. Yeah, there has to. There have to because listen, you can't have Cody in the middle of the card just facing uh, friends of his every weekend, week out, and not have him either challenging back Darby Allen for the TNT title or in, in the in the world title uh, picture. The TNT title, he could. He, he could he no, no, I know he could. I know, I know he could, but I'm saying... But you say in general, okay. In general, him not being him not being in both pictures right now, other than TNT and the, the, the world title, it's like they're just trying to find a hole for him in the middle of the card here, or you'll fight this guy this week or whatever, you know? But the day that Cody becomes or fights for the world title, I see Cody as a heel. I don't see him as a baby face when he does that. See, that's another thing. They were they were pushing him towards bit a heel turn mm -hmm. uh, recently, and then all of a sudden they switched on a dime again. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> and he appears on top of the the um, on top of the the nightmare uh, family uh, uh, bus over there. Big big huge baby face pu uh, push at the, at the end of a show, and just a few weeks ago. You're starting to act like a bastard, an asshole, and trying to your yield. So people are like confused. Uh, like, who are you supposed to be? Like, what are you supposed to be doing? Like, what's the point of you on this show? I understand mm -hmm. his wife is pregnant and he's a bit busy with other prior engagements with that show on, on TNT, whatever, on TBS, whatever. But find him something else. If you don't have something good for him, I'd rather he be away from TV for a few weeks. Yes. And then show up out of nowhere with a big push, a uh, big pop. I mean, and I would be so pumped to see him as the leader of uh, Pinnacle because I love his promos. Yes, they are good. He's very good on the mic. I'm not saying G MGS promos are not good. They're no, no, but I understand what you're saying. Yes, but to s see him as a promo lead uh, in a group like that, wow. Yeah, I think so it would I have been, promos. Yeah, I love, I love his promos, and I think he's more able to play that leader role than MJF is. Yeah, he has more experience. He has more experience, one, and MJF, like I said on your show, he's just uh he's just an asshole that he's people hate him because of yeah. because of how much of an asshole he is on that mic. But to lead a group. He still has to show me that he could be a leader. You know, you could be you could be a heel and be a very good leader still. Mm -hmm. uh, and he still hasn't shown me that. And I do agree with you that Cody, as that heel leader in the pinnacle, would have been like gold right off the bat. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like the pinnacle. I do. I and I like pinnacle. MJF. I'm not agreeing with the group of choice. Yes, yes, yes. I, they still have to prove to me that he can be a main event heel leader of mm -hmm. a faction as important a faction that you're trying to push right now as the pinnacle. Okay, so now let's get into uh, the second to last match. Oh, do we even? Okay, give me a prediction on the Cody QT. QT. <laughs> For real? The storyline's not over yet. 
Oh, you think they're gonna drag this on? Oh, even worse! Oh my God! I don't be don't don't be surprised if Dustin goes to QT. Oh, I was I was just thinking that as you were about formulating that sentence, I was just thinking about it, and that I would actually make things a bit better. <laughs> and then it will be Cody versus Dustin part two, another fight he fights against his brother. I would I would rewatch that match anytime, even oh, yeah. though even though it's a stupid gimmick we're doing all the time the same thing. But I'll, I'd watch that fight anytime, and it's actually nice. would make things interesting a bit if Dustin were to turn on Cody Wait, again. You can't, you can't beat that first first one. No, 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 no. You you'll never. Like, you'll you have, to, you have to make it. You'll have to have a, a stipulation in that match. You can have it a regular match because they'll never be able to uh, to, to to duplicate that match. It's like watching Rocky one for the first time. You can't. Yeah, I can re-see it. Yeah, <laughs> and have that same the same emotions. I agree a hundred percent. Okay, so I guess we can't wait till next week to see to see down because if Dustin turns on Cody, oh my God, I'm gonna start calling you every time before a, a big review, and I'm gonna make bets on on these things. But uh, okay, I digress. Let's continue. The second to last match, Omega and. Um, Puppet Nakazawa <laughs> versus Moxley and Kingston. What's your thoughts on this match? Didn't I tell you Moxley and Kingston were going to be back together? Yes, that's true. From our first conversation together, you had called it, even though you also said Tamatonga was going to come. But It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. <laughs> it's coming. But yeah, you were right. Kingston did come and help. And uh, I, I do like what, they're, what they have been doing together. Since and uh, Moxley's friends coming too technically there's a rumor uh, oh yes um, the one he's gonna have the, the the death match with right in the gcw right you're talking about yes you, yes, yes uh what's his name ah uh, i i forgot we mentioned it last time on yeah, the show him. but uh but i forgot his name yes 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 he he's in talks with all elite oh he's in talks with all elite oh so that maybe yeah. they're gonna use that death match in gcw to maybe be his opening to coming to aew He's because he's, he's in Impact right now, right? Uh, no, he's in JC, uh, GCW. Yeah. Well, technically, his contract is over soon, so they're. In I know he's the champion, and uh, or no, he lost his title or something like that. But I know that the death match against Moxley mm -hmm. is is happening in uh, in GCW, um, and I didn't know he was in talks. If now you're you're adding that me, yeah, I would have. Uh, I don't know him that much. This guy, uh, his name. Um, or who he is, but uh, are we but, talking about the same guy? I, I think, think we are. Uh, the guy that Moxley is having a death match with uh, in J in GCW, because that's the one. Other than unless you're talking about Sammy Callahan, talking about Sammy. Oh, you're talking about Sammy Callahan. Yeah, he's guy. Okay, Sammy's he's having talked. Oh, yeah. he's in Impact. Yes, he's in Impact, and he oh. was really he had a, a a great match this week. With Eddie Edwards for the number one contendership to face Kenny. Actually, Kenny came and interrupted the match, so they didn't get a, a clean finish. You see where, I'm, where where this is going? Well, I I would love to see Callahan with uh, Kingston and uh, Moxley. Because if Callahan fights against Omega, Omega beats him up. Good brothers come in. Bucks come in. Moxley, Kingston. Moxley, Kingston come in to defend. Him, it's yeah. all happening in Pact. Yeah, because now they're allowed to. He's allowed to defend the Impact title on Dynamite. Right. So that's very a uh, big possibility because actually Sammy, 
Sammy actually said on Twitter after the, the pay-per-view, he said, this is a joke. It's um, whatever. He was bad, mm-hmm. bad mouthing this whole thing about Kenny uh, winning the title in, in mm-hmm. impact. And somebody responded, well, all you have to do is come on Wednesday night and uh, try to get it back. So they opened the door for that to happen. And mm-hmm. um, once again, your booking comes in uh, comes in play. I think that's a very strong possibility that Sammy Callahan joins uh, Kingston and um, and Mox. Um, when I don't know, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, I um, you may you you've um, you've convinced me of this. Yeah, I think I think Sammy, if he's in talks, if, uh, if the rumors are true, then uh, I could definitely see that being a very good faction in the. And England. then you have a six man death match. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Good Brothers and Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, that would be very good. I don't understand what they're doing with Nakazawa though. Um, poor guy. <laughs> like, you just throw him around. He's the limo driver one week. He's uh, he's going to get the he's, he's going to get the, the groceries he's, another. I don't understand. He's a producer one day. Yeah. He's a- like now, now he's gonna have to fight Kenny against Mox and uh, Kingston. Obviously, he's gonna be—he's uh, in that match just to get pinned. Yeah. So that—that's for the nobody. Movie. Nobody else. None of the other three to suffer a pin. That we throw in Nakazawa, and he's probably the one who's gonna suffer the pin. So that's my prediction. Moxley and Kingston come out on top on that one. You? Oh. So I guess you agree. I want to. I had to put this in high. I had highlighted this. And since we're talking about this, do you think there's too many factions in AEW? Way too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I lost count. Yeah. I agree too. It's like everybody's in a faction. And I think the reason they started doing that because they wanted to bring the six-man uh, six uh, title. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the, the trios tag team. Trio title. Sorry. But I think they got... They... they, they there's too many. There's yeah. Like I don't. I can't even count how many there is now. They got ahead of themselves on that one. I think so. Yeah. 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 yeah there's way too many. If we if we just try to say them all, pinnacle, inner circle, death triangle, uh, factory. Uh, which one? The factory. The factory. Dark order. Um, we have basically the the one with Matt Hardy. The his. Uh, the Matt Hardy family. The Matt Hardy family. Yes, so right uh, now we're at seven off the top of my head, and I'm sure if, we're I'm sure we're missing some. If oh, uh, if uh, OC with the uh, best friends. Yes, yes, that's right. That's a faction. There are three. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, so that's eight just off the top of our heads. Quickly, quickly, we we've come up with eight. That's way too many factions in a in, the, a, in a promotion. You have the with the Billy Gunn and his two sons. The Gun Club, the Gun Club, yes. Even if they are part of the Nightmare uh, family, but they they are they do have their own their own gimmick uh, group too. Because I've seen the Gun Club on the T-shirts and everything, so they they are uh, separate. You, you said Omega's uh, group. Uh no, I didn't say the Elite. Well, Bullet Club slash Elite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's so another that's one. Nine. That's nine. That's nine. <laughs> nine to that's at least you need need four to five. Yes, so they could have rivalries in between each other, but more than that, no. Because and I think maybe it's because they have so the roster is getting so so big. Jurassic that they don't Park. Have space. Oh, 
Jurassic Park. That's a, that's a faction too because there are three. Yes, that's ten. That's ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's ten factions. That's way too much. Uh, I understand they want to they they want to have these people to have time on TV, even though they don't have time to have matches. But come on, it's way too much. Cut it cut it down. Um, I, I've heard this. I'm I'm sure we're not the only ones that that find that find it to to be too too many too many factions. All right, let's get into the main event of the evening, Blood and Guts. So basically, Blood and Guts, basically, uh, they start off, and then every 90 seconds, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. they had a, a wrestler. When all the wrestlers have been introduced to the match, they lock the doors, put on the bolts, and uh, let's do this. They fight, and there's going to be blood. There's going to be guts. I guess that's why they called it Blood and Guts. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Uh, how, how excited are you for this one? I'm very excited. I'm actually pumped. But last Wednesday, I got confused a bit. Okay. Because Shivani said that you could only win by submission or uh, not by pin, though. Submission and uh, basically knockout. Oh, okay. Uh, there's no pin. Huh? I didn't know that. Like, I didn't that, know that. Out, but uh, submission or like you give up? Like or a, a 10 count. Like you just you, you give pass up. Out. Yeah, you yeah, pass yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if that's the case, it's going to be a lot. This match is going to be long. Oh, yes. I, I, I heard it's going to be it's gonna be definitely an hour. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And because another I don't, thing. I, I, don't see, I don't see these other matches going longer than 20 minutes. So. And another thing is the pinnacle, the, the way that the pinnacle got together mm -hmm. co confused me. In a sense of, we, I know that uh, Tudley, Tully, he works with um, Spears and uh, and the, the FTR. FTR, thank you, my God, today. FTR and uh, Spears. Yeah. But then... Basically, you had MGF and Warlow, yeah. right? Yeah. But there was a part, I forgot, I think it was like two or three weeks before then, Anderson came out and did the single of the four. Yes, we talked about that, yeah. So we thought it was the four horsemen. Yeah. And everyone thought it was the four horsemen because then you have Anderson and... Yeah. Uh, totally. And then they get the name The Pinnacle. Mm -hmm. Like we said before, their stories never finish. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't build on things that they start. Because if you remember correctly, you remember Tully when Tully was um recruiting mm -hmm. basically? He would sit in the stands watching matches. I remember at one point they made a big deal about him watching one of Cody's matches. So I mm -hmm. guess this comes and confirm your story that Cody was going to be the leader of this new Four Horsemen style uh, faction. And then all of a sudden, they turned it on the dime and they made MJF. Because we all we always knew from the beginning that MJF and the inner circle wasn't going to last. Mm -mm. We saw that it didn't, work, it didn't work out. It's not his style. And we saw that this was going to bring maybe for, um, for MJF-Chris Jericho rivalry. That's where it was going to bring us. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that now they form this pinnacle where they take pictures in front of jets 
Mm -hmm. So basically, they are pushing the whole four horsemen gimmick without being called that. Mm -hmm. And Inner Circle, on the other hand, is back to being what I, what I always appreciated of the Inner Circle, mm -hmm. which was give Jericho the mic mm -hmm. and let him do his thing. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't need nobody else there needs to talk. Actually, I was gonna say maybe Sammy Guevara, but even Sammy Guevara doesn't need to talk. Just show up those cards and uh, do your thing with the cards like he does during commercial breaks or uh, picture mm -hmm. in picture, and you don't need nothing else. The pinnacle, because if you remember a Four Horsemen, everybody was good on the mic in the Four Horsemen. Yeah, they all talked. Arn, Tully, uh, Oli, and uh, and Flair. They all were good on the mic. And Barry. And. Barry. Yes, Windham. yes, 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 yes. Barry Windham also. Yes, yes. Uh, JJ. Even later, well, JJ Dill JJ Every Dillon member was, from the beginning. Every member, every member of the, the original members of the original six that were on and off there, yeah. those always talked. Later on, obviously, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, Chris Jericho, sorry, Chris Benoit wasn't a big talker, so he was maybe didn't talk that much when he was in the two didn't talk that much. But uh, uh, Mongo McMichael talked. Uh, they, they all, so the pinnacle. Uh, the pinnacle the four horsemen were always a, a faction that everybody talked mm -hmm. and i'm seeing what they're trying to do by having sean spears this week did a bit of the promo wardlow last week did a bit of a short uh promo also uh straight aimed at chris jericho oh, yeah. once once in a while once in a while you have ftr that says a few things so they you see the similarities you see right. the similarities that are building between between them so how how do you see this match do you see big spots big um uh big flips a lot of flips because it none of these guys really is in their style maybe other than sammy Guevara, maybe uh of having yeah. big spots and big flips during a match but they have to it's a blood and guts match warlow is gonna surprise you i like Warlow. yeah i like warlow too he's gonna do something big but he's gonna be in that match for five ten minutes well, so you think what well, he's gonna be one of the last ones to um to come in right i think he's been one of the last two to come in he's gonna be the one of the first to leave okay uh i see uh govea uh, Gove, sammy sammy guevara mm -hmm. him and spears i think it's gonna it's gonna if spears does what he could do and those who don't know, he could do. He's a good wrestler. If he could oh, do, no, he, he's a good wrestler, guaranteed. But I don't. I don't think Jericho is going to do much. To be honest with you, yeah, I, I, I. I think I, he's going to stick. He's going to stick to in the ring stuff. You're not going to see big spots from Jericho. Yeah. Uh, he's probably going to even be passed out somewhere for 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 a long period of time after a yeah. big move or something like that. But, um, I, yeah. Santana and Ortiz are. It's, this is gonna be Santana and Ortiz's match. You think they're the ones who are gonna stand out after this match? Is yeah. Santana and Ortiz? Yeah. Yeah. I they think have to. I think it's time. As of last Wednesday, last Wednesday, just on their promo itself, what they said. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Because if they don't, again. 
they start something good and it's gonna yeah and then they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna flatline again in the middle of the card without nothing uh, with nothing for them so this would be a good day a good time to probably make them shine because ftr has had the belts they are recognized as one of the best tag teams in AEW. so it would be the perfect time to make uh santana and ortiz shine and maybe start um a tag team title push um, you got it. yeah i i just hope i just hope uh somebody busts mjf's head open i have to see blood from like squirting down from mjf's face but i don't think i think how do i put it? we wanted so much to see him his ass kicked mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen yet they're gonna still drag it on, keep us on the edge of our seat. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. People are gonna be like, "Oh, come on, break his yeah. face!" And then his I face think won't get I think they're gonna do like I don't know, the lights go out and something happens. We're not gonna know what happened. And do you do you see any special appearances or like surprises during this uh, Blood and Guts Dynamite? In that match, or or in, in general, but but in that match too. I think that the story with the uh, Kenny and the uh, Bullet Club is gonna get bigger. Okay, so the, in that match, that's where you see that maybe we should have a we could have a surprise in that match. Yeah. Okay, and who do you think uh, comes out on top? Of the blood and guts, inner circle, uh, pinnacle. Well, pinnacle, they have to win. I agree. Because they're the newer, yeah. but they have to win in the same way. If don't, if they win, they cannot make inner circle look weak. Yes, yes. So they have to find a way that it's a win-win for both. Maybe but, not being, maybe not being, uh, a, not having a clean finish, basically, yeah. with some cheating involved or something. Because the pinnacle, if 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 like we've been talking about, and they want to get that four horsemen vibe, dirtiest player in the game. There's no problem in pinnacle winning by cheating. It would still be, it would still put them over, and it wouldn't hurt. Uh, it wouldn't make uh, inner circle look weak. Unless, unless. I do see Arn coming and help. Yeah, because we haven't seen him in a while, right? Not even with Cody or anything, yeah? I see Arn coming. Oh, but he is announced, actually, he is announced um, to accompany Cody in the match. And I just read today that they're in talks with uh, Toodley's daughter. Tessa. Tessa, they're in talks. And her, she would have no problem showing up, no contract restrictions, nothing. And they're... And they were talking about putting a female in one of the big uh, Ooh. because yes, that's what I was gonna say. Thank now I just remember the, if they the, if they put her in Pinnacle, mm -hmm. and you put uh, who's also in talks with um, Selena Vega. 
who's supposed to be with uh, Santi, Sa, Santino Santana. and, uh, and Santana and Ortiz, yes. Yeah, There's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, actually, that makes perfect, perfect sense. Before you mentioned Zelina, I was actually thinking that maybe it would be great to have Tessa turn on her dad and join in her circle. But but the Zelina factor in all the storyline does does make it work. It, it would work, I think, and it would be good. And she's a very good talker on the mic. Uh, yes, Zelina, yes. Oh, yes. Well, Artis and Santana, are, they're okay on the mic, but they, they could but be the... Anybody to have Zelina would uh, would work for them. Whether they're good or not, yeah. she, could, she could let them talk once in a while, but if she's leading the charge, yeah, yeah, I would definitely give them, it would definitely put them over. Um, and I think Tessa would have a huge, if Tessa were to show up uh, unannounced as a surprise, she's getting, she's definitely getting a huge pop. Yeah. So I see that happening. That's interesting. That's um, actually maybe, yeah, maybe to have, to not have that clean finish that we, mm -hmm. we, we think probably won't happen. I already have, hear, I already hear Jericho insulting her in my head. Oh yeah, yes, 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 guaranteed. I can definitely see how Tessa shows up and makes Pinnacle win by cheating, mm -hmm. and then at the end they're balling, and Z and Zelina shows up to to confront uh, Tessa. I think that's some great booking there. And Tessa already fought, fight with men, so there's no problem for her DDT or doing something oh, big. No. Oh, you no. know, she has no problem. She, she is fought. world heavyweight champion. Yeah, Corbin. and and those matches with Sammy Callahan were great. And Brian Cage. I don't think I remember, or I don't remember seeing. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, I did see it. Yes, 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 Where yes. Where she's uh, brainbustered him and everything. Yes, and... yes, yes. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's definitely she's definitely could handle um, herself herself in the ring with anybody. So that would be uh, very interesting. Yeah. So oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for Wednesday. Now you put all these. Uh, supp uh, suppositions in my head that I don't know. I'm going to be thinking, oh my God, what could happen? What could happen? Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So I'm telling everybody, guys, next week on yeah. Jonathan's channel, uh, in Jonathan's group, and Jonathan's wrestling channel, we'll be doing a live next Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be recapping Blood and Guts. And um, so we're going to see if we were right, if we were wrong, mm -hmm. what matches were good, how much did Nakazawa suck, and um how many friends does uh, cody have left and how many friends does kobe have, cody have left or which new friend appeared for him to to mm -hmm. have a rivalry with next it should be very interesting guys so guys please come and watch us next week live on wrestling talk now jonathan picks his group guys jonathan thanks for having it was a great conversation like always uh time flew by an hour and a half wow <laughs> it was great so um, thanks again, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and see you next week. Peace out.